0: hour in burrowhead butker's kick is up the spinning kick high floating in the air and it is good burrowhead my
1: ass yeah. they said they were on the damn afc they lied. they said we wasn't
0: gonna go whoop the ass they lie you can doubt the chiefs you can dislike the chiefs you can disrespect the chiefs you're gonna have to deal with the chiefs as the afc champions Hello and welcome to another Arrowhead's Broad podcast. Uh, another week's gone by and absolutely nothing has happened. Uh, the Chiefs still have no wide receivers that can be trusted to play Sunday to Thursday, as per the NFL's new directives. And they don't seem to be bothered. Um, so from one game to another, goodbye for now. That's a nice 23-second podcast. Um, or we could go <laughs> the longer version if we like. Uh, you've got myself, Neil, and I'm joined by Tomo. Oh, Tomo, how you doing, man? I'm very good, how are you? I should just give credit to Tomo for writing that intro this afternoon, yeah. um, but it was just such a good one that I couldn't pass <laughs> up on that one. Well, you asked, you, you asked,
1: what? well, what should we talk about on the podcast, and I was like, um, there's nothing to talk about because they've done nothing, and it's starting to get very concerning. But I, we just had a chat before the podcast, right, and theoretically... Mahomes is 28. You can put a wide receiver with him for the next 5 years under cost control. If you take one in the first with the fifth year option, that takes him to like 32, 33 years old, Mahomes. Mhm. Like they can't draft a guy in the first on the 5th of April. This so is true. who knows? Right. Maybe 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 they know something we don't. Maybe they like a guy that they know is going to fall to somewhere. Maybe they know that that extra quarterback's going in the first round and Someone's got a fall, I guess.
0: not Maybe I the no r-
1: Rushy Rice is going to be available in the second Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, <laughs> Rashi Rice definitely going to be available in the
0: first, you'd think. so Maybe it's <laughs> yeah, the first I, I would imagine so, yeah. I, yes. I'd be surprised if he wasn't. <laughs> um, we'll so, be. we, yeah, we'll see exactly. We were going to kind of talk our way through. We're going to do the live mock in a couple of weeks' time. And we're going to kind of try and talk through the positions and go... What do we need in each position group? Um, and as I, I messaged Tomo earlier and said, right, your first-round pick, you want to be a day-one starter. Your second-round pick and third-round pick, you want to play significant snaps. Your fourth and fifth-round picks, they want to be situational mm. role players, and six and seven-round picks are development pieces. And if you get anything better than that out of them. Hey, it's it's uh, an added bonus. Yeah. Um. So we're going quarterback first rounder with Entomo. Is that is that what we're thinking?
1: Seems like well, it. Seems like half the league are. So I mean, we yeah. might as well join
0: in, right? Um, <laughs> yeah. No. Do Do we need anything quarterback wise? Are you happy with Bouchel? Um. No, but I, I.
1: They seem to be. They've like protected him for a few years now. Um. I'm. I'm. I'm not sure what I'm supposed to have seen from him i don't think i don't think there's been anything to see uh no. I don't know about you um no same. i i i don't know i, I i'm concerned Mahomes is an incredibly incredibly tough dude but it, we've seen him get injured and have to come out of games it's not free choice but he has had to come out of games almost what every season he's been i mean At least, I'm trying to think, but he he missed a few games a few seasons ago. Uh, He missed, obviously, he didn't miss any games last year, but he was severely hampered, had to come out of games. Like, it's really important in those situations that you don't just go in the pan. And Chad Henney and, and Matt Moore, like, were just so experienced in those situations just to not make a mistake and let, and let the, the playmakers make plays and I just I just don't know what Shane Bichelle is and that scares me but I don't think you can do better than him in the draft either no I think it's I, I a veteran it. guy so Chase to, Daniel yeah, to not go into quarterback too deeply um, I don't think they should draft one <laughs>
0: no I, 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 I would agree with that completely I don't know that you'll get one that's better than Bichelle. No. I, I would maybe look at like undrafted free agents and try and get whoever the better ones out of I those. Still are. Get one I, of them. Yeah, I still just, just don't to, like just that. Give, I, just... I, I don't like it, but just to give Bichelle competition, if if you feel that Bichelle mm-hmm. is going to be your guy.
1: Yeah. Yeah, no, that's that's fair enough. I mean, he's definitely the I mean, leader uh, the in thing the pass.
0: Yeah, I mean, if Mahomes misses any significant time your season's gone anyway realistically
1: yeah that's true Um, but i mean in a situation in the playoffs where he has to go out for a few plays like you know and lead a 98 uh, yard touchdown yeah exactly it's it's, you need someone competent still but but i mean for the sake of this podcast not going on for two hours i think we can safely (laughs) safely move
0: past quarterback right fair enough um running back so we've got pacheco and not a great deal else.
1: Yeah. Um, are we keeping it, it draft, or do you want to just kind of like open it up
0: to just general thoughts? Um. You can link general thoughts into draft if you like. Okay. Um. I don't
1: think you need to. I I think. I think with the chief's success, in in picking someone like Pacheco and being able to identify a guy. You you don't even need a Pacheco level player almost. Mm-hmm. So it wouldn't make sense to take someone ahead of where you took Pacheco because Pacheco really is, is going to lead the, lead the attack this year. Um, if you think you can get a special teams guy there that has potential to do something, maybe um, I think the role you're looking for in the Chiefs' offense is the McKinnon role, which is a blocking role and receiving out of the backfield. So, Uh, I don't see why you wouldn't just bring McKinnon back to do that and I think that then opens you up to just take different players than a running back.
0: Is it worth going down the Pacheco route and trying to get a development guy? I mean, I feel you've got one
1: in Pacheco. I think Pacheco's still a development mental player. I think he came on massively and I thought he was wicked but you're still developing him. I'm not saying you can't develop another guy but it just seems too easy to just bring back
0: McKinnon, right? It does. For what he brought to the offense in the pass catching and the, um, the blocking, yeah. Mm.
1: Um, I don't. I don't think you need to waste assets on 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 running back. If I'm honest.
0: Interesting. Uh, I I I would be inclined, if there was one available, sixth, seventh round, and, and another. Potential body back there wouldn't hurt. What, one thing we were just talking about there before we started recording was Bijan Robinson. What? What if he's there at thirty-two?
1: Yeah. Well, preface this by saying he definitely won't be. Um, I I
0: don't I don't think he will be. But if no, he I is, don't.
1: if he is, I think the whole cheese kingdom has an absolute meltdown <laughs> for five seconds and then get excited by it. Because I'd be excited by it. I think he's I think it'd be an awesome pick if he's gonna you know, you you were saying a day one contributor. Well he's gonna contribute day one. Yeah. You know? Um and I'm sure he he becomes running back one ahead of Pacheco then, doesn't he? Yeah, most well probably honestly, probably not, because this is a Chiefs and they make yeah. you earn everything and that's probably fair enough. But realistically, yeah. I I mean I'd do it, but
0: it, it I mean, comes under
1: there i'm also a fan i don't think it's the right necessarily the right thing to do but he he could be like you said before he's supposedly the best running back since saquon come out i mean why wouldn't you take that for five years it's the chiefs have been burnt before though
0: yes they have but that i mean if you put John Robinson in this offense that goes back to the Derrick Henry kind of thing. And how do you defend it? Because you, mm-hmm. you can't drop deep and let him gash you because he is good enough that like he will do that. Mm. And then if you load the box up to try and stop him running the ball, then you open yourself up to Mahomes chucking chuck into whoever happens to be the one body at wide receiver. Um, <laughs> You know, it it would be it would be really difficult to defend.
1: Yeah. If he's so, there then You yeah, have that conversation. Not. You have mm-hmm. that
0: conversation. Yeah. Just
1: because yeah, of who just because of the player he is. Yes, because exactly, yeah. The Chiefs have a lot more pressing needs than a running back, but if he's a generational running back, then but then if he's there at pick thirty one and he's supposedly a general... Why is he still there at pick 31 would also be the Cause question.
0: Because no, nobody thinks it's worth taking a running back in the first round anymore. Someone will. Someone will. Yeah, I agree. Someone will. Um. Now we get to the big question. Wide receiver. Yay! So, so for, for clarity for everyone listening, myself and Tom are both looking at our, our Heads Abroad draft board at the moment. And... Um, the first-round wide receivers on it is Quinton Johnson, and that's it. For yeah, various he... reasons, for various other guys. Yeah. I'm, I'm not huge fans of any of the other potential first-round guys for, for various reasons. Mm-hmm. Um, and the problem is, Quinton Johnson's probably going to go top 15, certainly top 20.
1: Yeah, but so you have you you were obviously quite low on Zay Flowers, Jackson Smith and Jigbur. Um, let me have a look, I haven't got it, I've just changed tab, but I I don't remember seeing... Addison,
0: Jordan Addison. Yes, he's not on there either. Um, no. Josh Downs isn't on there. So Addison, £175 slot player, Zay Flowers, £172 slot player... Smith and Jigbert. He didn't play last season. Like he he barely played because of his injury. Mm. Yeah, but and that, that doesn't
1: seem to have affected him with his combine scores. But
0: it still scares me.
1: Yeah.
0: Um. And the two guys who are one seventy five pounds like the, the history of a hundred and seventy five pound wide receivers in the NFL, is not a pretty one. Mm. Um. Just to stand up to the. The wear and tear and the beatings that these guys take, and and to be honest, slot player isn't really what we need. You're gonna you're probably gonna end up with Sky Moore in there. they need yeah. an they need an, an receiver. They need Juju Smith-Schuster, Mark too. Um, and yeah. so that that would be where I was more leaning in the early rounds of the draft, and yeah, maybe kind of fourth fifth round you're looking at a ro- a deep rotational kind of mm. slot player maybe but so
1: let's <sighs> go back to the original kind of brief the first round you want a player that's gonna
0: day one start
1: done. day one now that's historically not gonna happen with the chiefs with wide receivers in round one
0: um correct
1: well with rookie wide receivers anyway you've seen sky Moore took a while ago. I mean Tyreek Hill he took a season right of basically being a special team with the famous quote from Jalen Ramsey.
0: The punt return specialist.
1: Yeah, so you're looking at a year's development most likely for a wide receiver. This year's a bit different because they're not behind godly players to get in there. <laughs> but so you might be able to force yourself onto the field. But with that in mind and one guy on your draft board in the first round, that's it's it's looking unlikely, realistically. To get a wide receiver in the first round. Not not necessarily get a wide receiver, but get one that you think is worth that taking you want. in the So what position do you think the Chiefs could take in the first round that would be a day one starter?
0: I can see three probably. And that's right tackle. Or left tackle if Joanne Taylor wants to play right tackle. Or if you Mm -hmm. want to play Joanne Taylor as right tackle, that's fine. Um, But certainly offensive tackle would be one. Defensive tackle would probably be another if you could find somebody to pair up with Chris Jones. Mm -hmm. And by the sounds of what we've heard this week from Nate Taylor from The Athletic, possibly replace Chris Jones next season. Um, But certainly... I mean, you could make a pretty good case that someone is going to start next to Chris Jones that could be an improvement on Nadi, Tershaw Wharton. Mm. Um, I'm trying to th- even think who else we've got in there.
1: Well, they reckon uh, the, the the free agent here, I can't butcher his name. Oh,
0: Ch- Charles O. <laughs> <laughs> Let's yes. call him Charles O, yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, he could well... but It he, depends he the looks like he's style of different. defensive
1: tackle you want because he's going to be more of a pass-rushing defensive tackle than a... The yeah. run but then
0: do you want to take a run stuff in defensive tackle in the first round not really no um so defensive tackle maybe mm-hmm. uh, and then defensive end edge rusher of some description see that's where like,
1: i'm at I, I think the only place that you get personally worth uh worth and value and hits the brief is an edge
0: yeah and then I would be inclined to agree with that. Um, like, we we need a right tackle because, hey, Lucas Niang has not shown anything to mm. say that he can stay healthy for any length of time. Kinnard, who the drafted last year, they were talking about moving him to guard by the end of the season because yeah. he, I don't believe he'd shown anything great at tackle. Prince Deguano. Um, yeah... D- He's a wild card, I think. He is, but like, how many years has been on the roster now? Two? Yeah, three? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, if you haven't broken the starting lineup by now, your chances are relatively low. Uh, I get that. <laughs> uh, like, right tackle is the glaring. Well, right tackle and edge, but the case for right tackle would be you're keeping Mahomes upright. If you've got. Taylor at left tackle, you got Tooney, you got Creed Humphrey, you got Trey Smith, and then you're drafting someone like Darnell Wright or Doan Jones or something like that. To mm. Some big-bodied unit to play right tackle. Your offensive line is set for a while and you're keeping your prize asset upright. Like, the... if you draft an offensive tackle, he's going to be a day-one starter. And that's kind of where the brief is coming in and you're going to help by keeping Mahomes upright to throw to the ghost of whoever's running routes from like hmm. defensive end. Uh, uh, I like Mike Dana. I like Mike Dana. You could do better than Mike Dana, but he's, he's all right. He's adequate. Yeah. If you, if you could upgrade on him edge. Yeah. I, I could top myself into it. Yeah, Um, I think,
1: I think that's the, I think think you've nailed it, to be honest, I think that's where you're going to be looking to get what we need almost, which then pushes the wide receiver need down into maybe the second round, which is where I think the Chiefs are uh, just going full circle. I think that's where the Chiefs are comfortable taking a wide receiver. Um, They should have some more options there as well, theoretically.
0: Um yeah. I I'd <laughs> I would almost throw numbers at it in the fourth and fifth at wide receiver.
1: Yeah, potentially and just see if one
0: sticks. Yeah, I mean on our board here we've got um we've got Tank Dell who's another kind of lightweight one, but Maybe. Uh, Once you get down to the fourth round, fifth round, that's kind of less of a a concern to me. Uh, Jonathan Mingo, I know, is one that Chris is very high on if he lasts until the fourth round. But, hey, we can only work with the the draft board that is on the mock draft site that we're going to use. And Mingo's rated like 160-something. So, hey, if he's there in the fourth, I don't mind taking him. Um... There's a, there's a few others down there where you kind of look at them and go yeah you, they've got tools but they would need time mm. well you if two, you take it
1: you got two fourths if, two sixths as well so if someone is yeah. there early in the fourth round there is the the opportunity to move up into there and obviously you've got a late third round pick so you'll be around the range you've got the chiefs this year are kind of really nicely spread out whereas last year they were bunched up a lot um mm, yeah with their picks, whereas this year they're kind of really nicely spread out you go 31, 63, 95, 122, 134, 166, 178 like there's like a almost almost to the number like a 30 pick yeah. gap between everyone so they are spaced out into different pockets and I know we've talked about pockets on the on last year's draft a lot um, mm-hmm. so I think Veach will quite like those positions and then the extra fourth that you get that splits that 30 gap now that's something that you can use to trade around with right
0: yes agreed um talking of pockets like as as i look at the draft board here fourth and fifth round is a wide receiver heavy pocket yeah um first round is an offensive tackle pocket and from what i understand once you get past the six tackles who are going to go in or who are likely to go in the first round your Drop chances up. of getting a starter beyond that are pretty slim
1: because it's hilarious right so I know people can't see our draft board but in you've got what three defensive tackles, four edges uh four cornerbacks you've got like quick math six. That was counting. Offensive tackles. <laughs> one wide receiver and one running back. So, you could almost play the game, the numbers game, right? You go, well, you've got six offensive tackles. You're at the back of the draft. Chances are you're taking an offensive tackle in the first round. Then in the second round, we've got six guys at edge, so you're probably taking mm-hmm. an edge. Then yep. you go third round. Well, you've got your edge sorted. You've got your offensive tackle sorted. We haven't really got a major kind of pocket there for players that we like, but there's no more than
0: two. There's no more than two players at any position in the third round. Yeah. And then you've got, I think in the third round, you're hoping someone drops out of the second. Yeah. And then
1: we're back to the point that we had before where you've got four wide receivers in the fourth round. So you can almost go first round offensive tackle, second round edge, third or fourth round wide receiver. Then, you know, that's, that's just a pure numbers game. Yeah, so it's it's it is very very interesting. Would I be happy with that? Absolutely not. Um, <laughs> so what, why why wouldn't you be happy about it? What wouldn't you be happy about? I think the Chiefs have poured so much into their offensive line at this point that you need you can't pay. Like it's it's ridiculous to put this much, in my opinion, this many assets into the offensive line to the point where. At some point, you are just um, neglecting other positions. To put another offensive tackle, another first round into offensive tackle is just wild to me. Because you've you've then got you've you've invested in Trace Smith, Creed Humphrey. You've made Joe Tony one of the highest paid guards in the league. You've paid Joanne Taylor, and then you want to put a first round into the right tackle. Like I get that. Make a strength for strength, but at, at some point you need to be investing in other positions as well. I just don't like it. I think you can get away with one slightly weaker guy there. I don't know who, you know, I guess it's like, well, well,
0: well where are you going? Yeah, about? That, exactly. That's the next question then is if you don't draft a tackle to start on day one, who's your right tackle to start the season?
1: I get that, but they they have got options in the building that they've been developing, and they, they at some point you've got to find out what you've got. Otherwise, they've wasted. What did they spend on on Lucas neang third round? He was a third rounder, I think. Yeah. Yeah. So you're going to be wasting. I mean, at this point, it, it doesn't is, matter, right? It's,
0: but he's not been healthy for. What, well, two, yeah, three but years? I mean,
1: there's they've found they've found solutions before. They're gonna to have to find another one. But I just think it's all good. My home standing there all day, but if no one's getting. Any separation, he's going to be running around anyway. So <laughs>
0: <Yeah>. <laughs>
1: that's that's my concern. I'm. I mean, I think it's no secret that I think they need to. They really need to invest into the wide receiver position. And you know, it scares me looking at your draft board because the solutions aren't aren't really there. Like you've taken mm. some of the guys off the board that I like in Zay Flowers and Jackson Smith and, and Jigba. um But if they don't fit, they don't fit right. But at some point, they they need to make an investment. But if the fact that they haven't made an investment in free agency does suggest that they've got some sort of plan, because I can't imagine this is the plan, or at least I'd like to I hope not. So, I guess that I guess that opens it up to what they are going to do. But looking at our draft board, you are very much. I'd be more comfortable with them taking an edge than taking a offensive tackle. But then, then you've spent two first round picks in two years on on edge but at least you're spending on premium positions i guess
0: yeah you're spending it on positions where you would otherwise be spending a large amount of money in the contract
1: yeah and this is this is the weird thing about the chiefs seem to be playing this money ball thing that we talked about last week with duncan and obviously we were talking about um a night earlier saying about chris jones not apparently they haven't started negotiations which i think is a lie but it scares me which i think is a big fat lie but what are you gonna what are you gonna maybe maybe it's the truth i don't know i just you can't let him walk as well at some point you've got to pay someone (laughs) it's mental
0: i i think the thing with chris jones is like he's such an influencing factor of of how teams approach the Chiefs' defense, if that makes sense. Like, you have to know where 95 is all the time. Yeah. And realistically, you you have to do everything you can to get two men blocking him. Now, what Spags did really well last year was he was able to maneuver Jones into places where they couldn't get two guys to block him. Yeah. So, like, they, they would walk Nick Bolton up to the center and so the center has to take account of Nick Bolton, and he can't mm. immediately go to to help the guard to block Chris Jones. And then Nick Bolton bails out, and the centers going, "Oh shit, I can't, I can't get there quick enough to help." Yeah, like so, Spags did a really good job of creating opportunities for Jones. And hey, he's, what did he have? Fifteen, sixteen, six in the end, something yeah. like that. Like, there, there's nobody else on the Chiefs roster. Who other teams are gonna look at and go, shit. Like they they've got this guy and we he could like derail our whole offensive game plan.
1: And that's the thing, I'm not majorly high on I I I think the Chiefs have got above average players on the defensive line. I think they're uh, Yeah, slightly above average. They're good players, but, right? Apart but, from Chris Jones. But you take Chris Jones out of it, that is a... Like, it's not pretty. It's not. So it's, it's only okay because of Chris Jones, though. Like yes, I'd agree he's, with that he's, completely. He's making everyone else better because he's eating up all of the kind of double teams and stuff. So you take him out of the equation and, and
0: people aren't scared of you anymore. So then do you go back to the... Do you draft a... Defensive tackle in the first round. No, because in, no- in my, it, go on. In the knowledge that you're going to let Chris Jones work next year potentially because you don't want to pay a 30 year old defensive tackle 30 million a season.
1: No, in my opinion, because where the Chiefs are drafting, you aren't going to get these blue chip players. The Chiefs have got their mm-hmm. blue chip players, and they've already traded away one in Tyreek Hill. And look at the situation you're in now. Which you just won a Super Bowl yeah yeah oh oh yeah, yeah but look at the situation going forward is is you haven't got a blue chip player a wide receiver now can you get away with that your other blue chip guy on your rosters travis kelsey who's aging so you have got to be aware of these situations it's not all doomsday like you say you've just won a super bowl so it's fine but you've lost two guys in free agency that are at that position then you know do you really want to be doing that with defensive tackle? Do you want to lose a blue chip guy off your def- off your defense? Like, no, because you can't replace. <laughs> you can't replace him with a blue chip guy because there isn't one. Like, where you're drafting at thirty-one, you're not going to get that guy, unless you look out. Like the cheating. You know where did the Chiefs draft Chris Jones? It was like, It's second round. Yeah. So. You can find these guys, but you have got to look into them a little bit. Like yeah, you can't rely, lucky, yeah. you can't rely on that to be your. Oh, we'll find a blue chip player in the second. Well, you can't rely on that. So, you know, I don't think you can let him walk out the door. So we but we have. I didn't think you could let Tyreek kill walk out of the door. So what do I know?
0: No, we we have three defensive tackles on the board, mm-hmm. which is Jalen Carter. Who likely isn't getting out of the top? He, 10. he
1: he needs to um do some more speeding, which I don't advocate for. But he he he, he uh he needs like
0: to, he, probably, he needs more question marks. He probably needs
1: a couple more DUIs to, to have a chance to get
0: to thirty one. But <laughs> do, do you trade up like for defensive tackle I mean, if you know you're not going to extend Chris Jones. And how like can Brevin, you know that you're not going? to... I... Well, you you can, you can have already made the decision, based on age, like. If and... you've made that decision, you should
1: be trading him right now for a first round pick.
0: Yes, I I would agree with that. But you could tag and trade him next year. Yeah, so you still, have, still, you still have. You still have that control. I, I get that. I
1: still don't think you get the same value, but. Yeah, um, so do, do you
0: trade? Do you trade up this? I still year? don't
1: think. I I don't know because I I mean. I guess I still don't think you can, get the same contribution that Chris Jones is going to give you. Um, so, I guess in that situation, do you change the scheme because there's only like two guys, three guys in the league that get you. The same kind of play he does so it's whether you go okay we now need to kind of pivot towards edge would you not if you're going to lose chris jones do you not fill the defensive tackle position knowing you're not going to get the same output because you're not going to get 15 sacks from defensive tackle right i'm not saying that's no. what you're suggesting no. but if that's the road you're going down is not paying chris jones surely you don't invest back into defensive tackle for a lesser outcome surely you go well, the more traditional route
0: from- You'd be paying less of money because I mean let's yeah, say you I... trade you trade up for whoever, like I mean, we've got Jalen Carter, Brian Breesey and Kalijah Kency on the first round. And you could you could legitimately question Kalijah cansey but I just I just love the kid. He's he's fantastic. So he, he's in there as a pass rusher defensive tackle. Like mm-hmm. you you you'd you'd not you'd be getting Sixty percent of Chris Jones, for five percent of the money.
1: I get that, but I'd go a different route with it personally. I'd go, okay, you're losing Chris Jones. You can't replace him, so go and go the more traditional route for your pass rush. Get if you're get, if you're going to do that, and then go and get an edge, like move up and get an edge. I know you still have someone to play defensive tackle, but you just fill that hole right with with whoever, whatever. You just find a free agent guy and just be like the rest of the league where your defensive tackle aren't game changers, but you yeah, go and not tr- Christie, <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. So, so <laughs> you, you just go and find a jag, like just another guy, but you yeah, go and find an edge rusher that traditionally can give you the pass rush. If
0: you're going to move up for someone, for example. Yeah. Like I'm, I'm not a huge fan of the moving up in the first round idea. I mean, we did it in the live mock last year. Because we'd kind of, we'd agreed that Chris Olave was our guy, and if he if he got to twenty, we would trade up. And he was still there at twenty, so we traded up. Um, I I don't have anybody this year who I'd like. I really want to move up for. No. Or at least n- nobody who I think is going to drop into the trading up range. I'll put it that way. Like, I I don't see us trading up higher than 20 again. Um and is there anyone I want to trade up to 24? <sighs> Unless Jalen Carter falls to 20 and then mm. then that's a conversation to be had, but I don't see that realistically happening. No. I mean, I'd love to say
1: Flowers, but you're right, he's 5-9. He's probably not quite what the Chiefs need. Um yeah, I get you. I mean, it's what they'd have to use to move up as well, right? What What was the Chiefs' package to get up to take McDuffie? It was the first and one of the thirds, was that right? One was of the it thirds, fourth? yeah, I think so. Yeah. So, I mean, you don't have that third extra third this year, so you're probably looking at what theoretically makes sense is you trade one of the fourths. So, how far does a fourth get you from thirty one? not very 25 uh, yeah, maybe i mean where's my tab? i'm um, gonna guess it's 25 ish because you're not going to trade away your only third and then go from the second to the fourth
0: without a draft pick so if you keep talking i have saved the draft charts yeah uh, i, I just do
1: i just don't think they're going to leave that much of a gap so i don't think the option to move up is really there this year anyway where where do we want to get say twenty is our range? Well, first so, of all, you gotta have a player you want to move up for. Which yes, until you see the board, you don't know. But I I there's no one I majorly want to lose a fourth round pick over, and then how far
0: does a fourth round pick get you? The question you so the pick at one twenty two would get you up to twenty six maybe.
1: Okay, so the only person, the only thing I'm thinking, right, and bear with me because I need to have a look at the draft order. The only person I want to get ahead of is the Bills, because the Bills have very, very similar needs to the Chiefs. So you'd be looking to get to twenty six, which is what you said we could get to. Which is what we just said. Yes. So that's because the good thing about getting to twenty six is you jump the Bills at twenty seven, the Bengals at twenty eight. The Bengals probably don't have the same needs as we do, really. Um, So, you probably... well The the Bengals might want... I don't know. Uh, I'm not going to go into that now. But I think you probably want to get to 26, right? Because A, it's an NFC, so it's easy to trade with them. And and B, you jump the Bills and the, the Bengals to get your pick. You could even jump to 25, which is the... Giants and then you got the Jags at 24 so you ain't going to trade with the Jags and it costs too much so that's the only thing you've got you you could do a mini jump up to 26 if there's a guy you absolutely love um, and use one of the who's four round picks who's it so that that would be the range you'd be looking and even then I mean you'd have to you'd have to love that guy I think that's a trade worth doing to be honest up to 26 Um, just to jump the Bills and the Bengals it's who you want they've got to have someone there that you want and that's what we're going to have to consider when we do our our draft because if we do end up having the conversation as a group and deciding you need a wide receiver then you are probably going to have to look to jump to 25, 26 but but you you ain't getting Quentin Johnson at 26 well exactly so so it's, it's who's there and who's worth moving up for um It's just very very interesting this year, especially if five quarterbacks go. You know, and the lack of like. You think
0: five? You think five will go?
1: There's just been more buzz recently about Hooker. Is it the quarterback?
0: Yeah, the Hooker. Yeah,
1: yeah, you know, the closer you get to the draft, teams are more needy. Hopefully, he goes. Because if he goes, that's five quarterbacks, and the Miami pick off the board. That's six six people off the off. You know. Six spots off the board for positions at a quarterback, which the Chiefs don't need. Then you've got to imagine a cornerback, you know, a cornerback's going to go, a cornerback or two will go, which is a position the Chiefs don't need. And you think about, like, positions of need for the Chiefs and what's likely to go in the first round. You've just got to hope that it's a numbers game and someone
0: does fall. Um, you did incredibly well there as so I let the dog out of the I room. I presume to, that was the case. I'm basically, just suggest-
1: <laughs> I'm basically just suggesting that it's a numbers game that if you have five quarterbacks go and there's only 31 picks in the first round anyway, inevitably good players have got to drop and hope yeah, into you, your range. You just,
0: you just hope there are players at positions that you want.
1: Yeah, but if you have five quarterbacks go... And a couple of cornerbacks, then see, you know, we have
0: four. We have four corners in our first round board here. Well, that'd be ideal if all four of them go. Yep. And it's just then you could go the. What if one of them's left and you're? I think we talked about this last week, didn't we? You're pairing McDuffie, and Snead with another first round corner, and you've got the makings of a really, really good, cheap secondary.
1: Yeah. It's really harsh on on Watson and Williams, but
0: it is. But you can never have enough good corners. Yeah, true. Especially when you're playing the Bengals in the the AFC Championship game, and they're mm-hmm. chucking it to Tyler Boyd, Higgins, Jamal Chase. Yeah. Like...
1: So the the other the other thing that I wanted to kind of discuss because obviously we've we've gone off on a bit of a tangent from the original plan. <laughs> um, yeah. We were talking about how you kind of want first round day let's go through it so you day uh first round you want day one stars. second round you want like contributor play a lot of the snaps third round third round the same third round fourth round
0: you're looking for developmental guy right fourth and fifth you're looking at contributing players so they'll they'll play some snaps see and then six and seventh is a bonus See, it ties in quite nicely because we've been
1: talking about trading up and different things because you've got two six two fours. Now, the Chiefs took how many players last year? 10, ten picks, something like that. Last ten year? or eleven, yeah. And they're all on the roster, if I'm correct. Insane. Yes, so you'd imagine that'll still be the case. I don't I think the only one really at risk is Nazi Johnson. I don't think he'd miss out because he was a contributing factor in special teams. Mm. Um, that's a lot of that's. To add 10 players to a 50-plus man roster... was it, 54 now? 54-man 54 roster? No, 53. No, 53, 53, 53. is necessary so, so, adding 10 players to a 53-man roster in one draft is quite significant. So,
0: realistically, do the Chiefs need this many picks? No, but you're a you're 6th and 7th rounders to me. You're a uh, players you could stash in the practice squad. Like... You know, you get your developmental tackle or you get your, I don't know, your fifth safety that, mm. you know, might not be there now, but, you know, you could bring in next year kind of thing. Or you get your physical freak wide receiver, like um, Elijah Higgins, for example, is like six foot five, 235 pound wide receiver. If you could stash him on the practice squad for a year and he becomes a... Two hundred and fifty pound tight end that used to play wide receiver is hmm. another Jody Fortson kind of thing, like that. That's kind of where your sixth and seventh rounders are for me. You know, if you yeah. get something out of them, fantastic. Yeah, if if they can outplay players who are already on the roster, then great, you've upgraded. But if they can't, then you know you want guys with the high Ras scores where they're physical freaks, and you hope you can coach them over the course of the year to become football players who are also physical freaks
1: yeah that's fair enough i just trying to work out obviously where we're going to get you know if you're going to have contributors in the fourth round like positionally where we're going to put these guys because i think we kind of went through it right so is that something is that something you'd be happy with what we went through obviously just positionary and pocket wise your offensive tackle makes sense you're going to get a day one starter there he's going to start you'd think
0: yeah, I mean, if you, if you go offensive tackle in the first round, yeah, I would expect him to start. If you go an offensive tackle in the fourth round, yeah, if he's better than Lucas Niang and um, Kinard and Prince Tego and Ogre, then great, you've done well, and he'll be your starter. But okay, so
1: let's go. The... So here's a task go for on. you. Let's go through it. First round, day one starter, you got to try and hit both briefs. So you got to try and hit your position of need plus hit the brief. So first round, day one starter, where would you look?
0: Positionally, oh, you cool.
1: okay. So second and third round, you've got a second pick and you've got a third round pick. You want significant snaps. What position are you going for second and
0: third round? Edge. Okay. And then... I I would almost double dip there and either go edge or defensive tackle if somebody has slipped off the second round draft board. Because I think defensive line... If you could put together eight or nine relatively interchangeable bodies... So you've got a fresh fresh. pass rush as much as possible. You know, even if they're not first-round quality, by the fourth quarter, a fresh third-round defensive end is going to be a plus player.
1: Okay, so you are kind of pretty much... I'm double-dipping
0: on the defensive line, I think, second and third You are in
1: lockstep with what I'm thinking and what I thought you were going to think. So the fourth and fifth round... (laughs) The fourth and fifth round... A role players, wide receiver is exactly what I thought you were gonna do, and you've got another fourth. <laughs> that round predictable. <laughs> you've got another fourth round pick to play with.
0: I'm. I'm almost going back to wide receiver again. Yeah. And go, double dipping in the fourth round, maybe tight end, but I, I'm. I mean, it, it's a strong tight end class but yeah like we've got Fortson Gray Kelsey yeah um Bell like do do you need to take one I don't I don't know I I would almost double dip at wide receiver Mm -hmm. in the fourth round and take take a slot guy and an X guy yeah and hope one of them works out and that kind of solves your problem
1: okay so I'm going to leave 5th 6th and 7th because I think they're almost it doesn't really matter what we think in terms of developmental pieces because you just take a guy that you think you can develop at any position right i don't i don't think you're looking for a specific position to develop a guy at that position i don't i don't necessarily No i
0: think mean you, yeah. play, player wise i probably wouldn't mind another running back and i probably wouldn't mind another edge rusher yeah. like i i think we could do with two or three bodies at edge mm. And at least one defensive tackle. I would absolutely load up on defensive line in this draft and hope to hit on two or three of them. You know, if you took five defensive line players, knowing that it's quite possible they're not all going to make the roster and you may well try and stash one on the practice squad or phantom injury, he's broke his little toenail, he's got to miss a season kind of thing. Um... And try and stash them and develop them, but I uh, I think having a a deep fresh defensive line with what our secondary is at the moment, like defensively, we could be top ten. I I hmm. say with a bit of trepidation there, but
1: yeah. What I what I what I always find really funny is we always said if the Chiefs could just have an average defense, like we'll yeah, win the Super yeah. Bowl. And last year was pretty much a, 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 that in a nutshell, wasn't it? Um, yes. I I think that's I think that's as good as it gets, really. Like I think we've we've hit what we want. The scary thing is that it seems almost too obvious. Um,
0: the question is then, does the board that... fall how you want it to?
1: Yeah, I mean, the good thing about the I way what... you've done it here, right, is you've got the positions you took you've got six offensive tackles in the first round to choose from you've got six edges in the second round to choose from and then you go down to the fourth where you took two wide receivers like you've you've got like five wide receivers like it it'd almost be unfortunate if it didn't fall that way so it's it's going to be very very interesting in a couple of weeks time um to see how the board falls because it'd almost be hard for it not to fall this way
0: yeah if you get what I
1: mean, I don't want it. I don't want it to be too predictable. Um,
0: and and I, to be honest, I may have biased the board subconsciously by going, well, you know, I, I want to take a first round tackle. Yeah, six. So them. I I may have I may have overlooked. it. Yeah, and this is this You is know, what's... I was I was, I was listening to the Athletic podcast today, and no, um, it was uh, KCSN. And they were talking about offensive tackles and they're talking about six guys probably going in the first round. And the six guys they were talking about are the six guys on our draft board, which have been on our draft board for about a month and a half now.
1: Which is what's really good about um, KCSN because they're they're doing it in the kind of same way you're looking at it. And they're kind of almost the only guys, really, that's probably doing other people a disservice, but they're kind of the guys that they do specifically towards the Chiefs. Yes. In terms of, they're very very conscious of, of kind of requirements for the chiefs to play in positions for them, so they're really good when it comes to comes to that sort of thing, um, but it's gonna be it's gonna be interesting just to see how how it how it does all fall, but um, I don't know I it it scares me being that kind of obvious, just yeah. because. I think, there's other, I think there's other needs that that we have and we're not fulfilling the I, big one that I want, but...
0: We could sign Odell Beckham in the next two weeks. You could do. And then... Then how much does that change... How much does that change kind of the approach to the draft then? Yeah, well... I mean, no, not a whole lot, probably, to so be for honest. For me, me it wouldn't. <laughs>
1: not, for, not for what I want him to do, but, I mean... I, I think Veach usually does a good job of getting them into a draft where they don't have to pick a specific position but if i'm totally honest i think this is a draft where you kind of do have to pick specific positions like i'd be absolutely shocked if they come away from this draft without an offensive tackle and wide receiver yeah. i'd be shocked within the first like four rounds yeah. it just seems okay. like it. It 100 has to happen
0: um there are positions of need, definitely. Yeah. Probably a bit, probably a bigger need than you would be comfortable going into the draft with as well.
1: This is what makes the draft so interesting though, because you've got, you've got 32 teams all with different needs, all with different evaluations on players, all with different requirements. And that's why you get the random, like that's my favorite bit is when a random player that you didn't see coming goes, goes to a team and you just hope it's not your team because it usually
0: doesn't work out. Um, (laughs) but, <laughs> Looking yeah, at it's... the Patriots there and their random ass drafting, yeah. but like you, you you read so many mock drafts that go like national media, and they don't necessarily always understand how the teams think. And certainly, putting together this draft board, it's been very much kind of I've refined the process each year, but each year it's been. What does Brett Veach do? Like, yeah. what kind of player? What kind of players do the Chiefs look to draft? So, Nolan Smith's not on this board. He's a whatever two thirty-five pound edge rusher. Yeah, he's a great player, but he he goes against everything that the Chiefs look for in an edge. So, mm. you know, you might look, you might love him as a player, but he's not on the board because he just he's not what the Chiefs do. And again. Going back to wide receiver, you know, the the guys in the first round, Zay Flowers, Jordan Addison. They're probably the guys you know, that should be on the board, to be honest. <laughs> they, 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 probab- they probably should, but it's not to me, yeah, it's not what we need. Um, And so kind of like, well, do you put guys that you don't need on the board just to kind of flesh out the board and give you first round options? I'm not sure that's necessarily the way to go
1: yeah it's 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 a very because i mean you do all this and then the chiefs have had nolan smith in for interviews and and yep. joe cullen really likes him apparently and uh, and he can list and, all his yeah, uh, and it's like, like, yeah and it's just like is it the ultimate bluff and i, I guess the, it's that's what it's all a kind of guessing game and that's what's the amazing fun part of the draft right like the, that's why you can feel two months between yep. free agency and the draft thinking about scenarios and who wants who. And then who you still don't and...
0: see them picking Trent McDuffie in the first round. No. Because you're going, well, the Chiefs don't pick first round corners. So, you know, never mind trade up in the first round to get a bloody corner. Uh, yeah. You just get a complete curveball like that. You go, okay, didn't see that coming.
1: Well, I mean, many of people tweeted that the Chiefs won't take a running back in the first round. And then they did. Uh, yes, I'm sure and some then, people.
0: Some people still have that as their Twitter header, I believe. Uh, Matty, Matty Lane
1: from KCSN had Nick Bottom will not be drafted by the Chiefs as his pinned tweet for about yeah. a month before the draft. So nobody knows anything, but we can all have a good fun guessing. I think that's the only way to look at it.
0: Absolutely, and that, and that's what I love about it. Is yeah, like yeah. the. The, the what-ifs and going through all the scenarios of what if this happens and, you know, what what if Jalen Carter falls to 17? Mm. Do, you, do you start to think about giving up your second and your third to go and get him, even with his legal troubles? Like, he's he's the closest thing to Chris Jones you're going to get. So, you know, do you consider, if you're thinking of letting Chris Jones go next year, do you, is it worth it? All, all mm. these what-ifs and you can just you can just keep going with so many different permutations.
1: And the funny thing is as well is like how many rookies genuinely change a team's fortunes that very next season? It's very yeah, rare and so much gets put into it and it's like the end of the world and like I'm like oh, I really hope they find a wide receiver in this draft and it's like even if they do it's probably not going to be next year that you see the see the benefits from it anyway. You know, like it's very very rare that a rookie is the reason a team got Major, major better.
0: I'm just very quickly looking up how many receiving yards Sky Moore had. I don't want this to load. I believe
1: he had one touchdown and he got it in the Super Bowl. Yes, he did. (laughs) Uh,
0: Sky Moore receiving. And I'm pretty sure I
1: could have run that route.
0: He had 22 receptions for 250 yards.
1: Yeah. I wonder what that kind of glow up is this year, though wonder what that equates to this year i'm really intrigued um
0: five or six hundred yards
1: because if i'm honest right i'm not very high on sky more but then no, me either but i know a lot of people are and i know people that have looked at him closely actually think that he he could do something now uh, i i'm yet to see what what he's gonna like what his kind of standout attribute is um but I am also very aware that I was very frustrated by his punt return drops and mistakes and that that's not his game. So maybe if they put no. him in position and he he made some good catches I don't remember necessarily. I think there's I think there's one time where Pat threw an interception earlier in the season um because he ran to the wrong depth. Um and it just makes you wonder like he did have some some big catches. I just I don't know. I'm intrigued to see I'm I just don't know with Sky Moore what he is. And um I guess. As you long as he's mind. not
0: running fucking jet sweeps, I really yeah.
1: don't mind. Well that's the thing. So far it's 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 what have you that that's my problem with Sky Moore. Um which I'm really, really hoping that and I and I do have some hope that he's he's gonna develop into 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 a decent player for us. I just like right, what is gonna set him apart. Um but it's going to be interesting to find out because they obviously have some plans for him because they haven't rushed out
0: to find another wide receiver, have they? No, no, they haven't. Mm-hmm. Right, should we we call it night? Fifty six minutes and twelve seconds in. Yeah, it's a bit
1: of a ramble I mean, today. I don't, I don't think there's. Um, I don't think there's a fat lot really to talk about in the it, moment. I think we're yeah, all kind of waiting. It, we're in that weird spot, aren't we?
0: I, I think we did really well to finish, fill fifty six minutes there. To be honest with you. Yeah. Um, and hopefully, it's just a catch up for me and Neil. These much. are really, yeah, <laughs> these are yeah, absolutely. Um, yeah. But yeah, we're in we're in a weird spot, kind of where it's the... just a countdown to the draft, isn't it? It's like three weeks tomorrow. Come on, hurry up!
1: Yeah, it's like why, why would you do
0: a trade now,
1: when you can do a trade in two weeks' time, and you've had two more yeah. weeks to see, we kind of. Yeah. I think teams People are kind get of more des- and... People
0: get more desperate as they get closer to the draft and go, ah, oh, shit, you know. They maybe hear more rumours about who's going where and going, well, our mm. guys aren't going to be, you know, Quinton Johnson's definitely not going to be available at 32, so we're going to have to go and get Odell Beckham because... Mm. Interesting development. You know, the,
1: the like it, I find it interesting the Ravens have supposedly actually offered Odell a deal now. So interested if that speeds up the timeline. I don't think they're necessarily mm-hmm. going to be. I'd be very, very surprised if he's that bothered about going to to Baltimore with their situation. I don't know.
0: You don't even know it's going to be quarterback.
1: I there. don't know why he'd want to go there. So I don't. I don't see don't that either. as a major threat. I don't know why the Ravens are it, really.
0: If he if he's chasing a Super Bowl ring, he ain't going to Baltimore.
1: True that. I fe- this week as well, like obviously listening to Charles, and he seems to have got right on board without coming to the Chiefs with some of the comments he made. He is uh, very has, on board with OK, this. OK, Charlie, I see you, yeah. I see you, I'm, I'm right there with you, but nothing's happening still. Mm-hmm. He also says um, that we should call the Rams about Cooper Cup, which I'm also he did very, that, very yes. on board for. I don't know what his contract is, I don't know how much it'd take to get him, but that's not my job. <laughs>
0: it's no, not my money. Um, yeah, yeah, we did, we did chat about Cooper Cup and Odell Beckham and he he's not as much of a fan as the Hopkins deal. Mm. Um I can't remember what it was was it he said um why they, would you basically pay him? it was like yeah, why would you pay him and not pay Tyreek? I think was Which essentially I agree the gist of the argument.
1: I find it so weird because you can talk yourself into and out of all of these moves. Yeah. Literally can talk. So it's just have 10 minutes and I could be in, out, in and out again in 10 minutes, let alone like an hour conversation. So
0: maybe that's the job for next week. as we desperately wreck our brains for things to talk about. Call it in, out, in, out, shake it all about. Uh, I've got the title for next week's podcast. Yeah. Right then. Magic. indeed. Right then. Time out thanks for your time as always man Thank much you. appreciated um thanks everyone for sticking with us and <laughs> listening right through to the end here um sorry you, you're all... up. <laughs> yes uh, humble apologies you're you're all very appreciated um and hopefully we we may well be back next week or maybe the week after um if there's really nothing to talk about next week uh but for now we'll say from one kingdom to another goodbye for now